It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. It has been one hell of an exciting week in Major League Baseball, which means we're going to the weekend, which means you need to get everything up to date with your weekend bets, your picks, your futures picks, everything you need to know and more right here. Welcome to BetMGM MLB Podcast. Powered by BetQL, I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me, as always, you hear him on BetMGM tonight. You hear him everywhere throughout the country. He is the one and only Ryan Horvath. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Cody. It's Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. We got some good baseball on tap, and uh, the weather is starting to finally get warm out here in D.C. I know that it's warm for you year-round, but for me, uh, it's 30 degrees, it's 20 degrees, then it's 80 degrees, then it's raining, it's snowing, so... I'm just I'm looking for some consistency and I'm looking for some warm weather. This you know, weekend. you say that, but I'm here in Los Angeles and all of a sudden I've been dealing with some weird ass weather for the last week out of nowhere. Last, yeah, last week we had a heat wave here at my house, went up to about 100 for about four straight days. Then it went down to 75 and it was beautiful. Then last night that just out of nowhere dropped down to 30 and it was pouring for four hours. I wake up this morning. It's nice and crisp outside. Not, not even a cloud in the sky, but. It was like it was like all of a sudden we uh, we got nine different pages of revelations over here in Los Angeles in a span of 48 hours. But we're back to normal baseball on here in Southern California. We got a lot of games to cover, not to mention we got a serious showdown here in Southern California between the Padres and Dodgers. Obviously, we're going to talk about that today, but we're going to start by talking about some teams. Uh, we're going to talk about betting lessons. What have we learned so far? Who are we going to bet on this weekend? Who are we going to stay away from? And I'm going to get us rolling right out the gate because there is a team, obviously, we need to talk about because we talked about teams on this show all the time. And also, Ryan, you and I have gone on other shows like your show, Bet Gym Tonight and other things where we've discussed teams that are just terrible and we know they're terrible and we're not going to let them fool us in any way, shape or form. And the three teams that immediately come to mind are the Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles and Oakland A's. But they're not the teams I want to talk about. Man, are the Reds bad. The Cincinnati Reds are bad. They are bad. They're terrible. The Reds have, like you said, I mean, in it's great as a uh, as a sports better, right? Because we look early on in the season at teams to target, the teams that we'll talk about here in a couple minutes, like the Dodgers and my Angels, and then we we circled the teams to fade. And the Reds, they've been an easy fade. The worst record in Major League Baseball. Uh, right now, a nine-game losing streak. They just got dropped 6 nothing to the Padres in the finale there. They've been terrible, man. Offensively, they're 25th, I believe, right now in Major League Baseball. They're averaging three runs per game. They have a 177 batting average right now. They're dead last in OPS, 524. You know, Joey Votto, unfortunately for my fantasy baseball team, he struggled. He's hitting 133. He only has two RBIs. And then the pitching staff has been a disaster. 29th in Major League Baseball, 592 ERA. 
Uh, as we record this, it's Friday. I'm excited tonight to watch Hunter Green, you know, the 22-year-old rookie. He's been all right, two, uh, one and one this season, a 4.35 ERA. Other than him, though, not a whole lot of bright spots, man. So they've been an easy fade. They've been terrible to start the season. And as a sports better, again, I do love it. And I love that they're in the NL Central because as a Cubs fan, you know, you have the Pirates, you have the Reds, and uh, so it could be worse. But they haven't scored more than three runs in the last eight games, nine-game losing streak. We'll just continue to fade the Reds, I guess. Yes, but on top of that, I mean, even with them on a nine-game losing streak, they're getting ready to, to start a series with the St. Louis Cardinals. And the Cardinals were a team that I was looking to uh, fade early in the season, but they're off to a hot start offensively. Yeah. This team is so good, so good. And I, I do think their, their pitching leaves a little to be desired. But I will say this. You're mentioning that they're playing against a terrible, terrible Reds team. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Steven Matz fan. I think Steven Matz mm -hmm. is a good, solid pitcher. But I do think you can go ahead and take a look at his strikeout line because I do think the overall come in. You mentioned how bad the Reds are, even putting the ball in play, 25th in the league in offense. Um, I would take a look at that line. I I, I, I got to assume with Steven Matz, it's got to be hovering around four, four and a half. And I would even look to play that over. But as far as the game goes on Friday evening, dude, you could kid him on the BetMGM Sportsbook right now. At uh, the Cardinals, minus 125 for a team, a, facing a team that's lost nine in a row on the money line. Yeah, I'm going to jump all over that. I'm going to look at some alternate lines as well, like going really quick on that game for the Cardinals. You know, you brought up the pitching staff. The pitching staff, you know, nobody really impresses you in that rotation, but they've been solid. They're eighth in Major League Baseball. They have an ERA of 309. Now we expect some regression probably, but offensively, I'm going to look to play some team totals, especially in this series this weekend against a really bad pitching staff and a terrible bullpen for Cincinnati. Cardinals 10th in Major League Baseball. They're averaging four runs per game. Their team totals continue to be around four and a half. And I saw you tweet about it the other night. Nolan Arenado off to a ridiculous start, man. He's Amazing. hitting 405, five dingers, 14 RBIs. So play some team totals. And if you are into props, even if you don't like the home runs, play his total bases over one and a half. In this series against this Reds pitching staff, I think he's going to dominate this weekend with the rest of that offense. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little interested in a couple other things taking place because uh, I, I even looking at it in our rundown, it actually opens with the line fade Detroit, question mark. And they are about to take on the Colorado Rockies. And when I saw that, I actually audibly said out loud, no, no, not fading Detroit. I actually happen to like Detroit in this series, uh, and especially in the Friday game. They got yeah. Scooble on the mound going up against Sensatella. Uh, currently, the money line on the BetMGM line, currently Detroit Tigers, not a lot of value, minus 150. But I am interested in that uh, run line currently sitting at plus 135. Again, I like this Tiger team, and I really do like Scooble on the mound. Yep, I'm glad that you went there. Said the same thing on the show last night on BetMGM Tonight. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. Is Colorado did this last year, too. They do this at home. At Coors yeah. Field, man, they're a completely different team. Then they go on the road, and we get favorable prices until the market catches on. So if you look at it like right now, they're playing pretty good offensively. They've scored more than five runs. Uh, they're scoring more than five runs per game. You know, they've crushed lefties, but they've also – played the majority of their games at home, and then you have the Tigers. They've lost, I believe, three of their last four games, six of their last eight at home, which does scare me a little bit. But right now they're not hitting, and I do expect that to come around. They're hitting 192 as a team against righties. Like, 
come on now, look at that lineup. I don't know that they're going to be very good, but they're better than their record right now, 5-7. and seven. So we get them at home in Detroit, even though they're not a great team at home. I like them against Colorado. I expect some regression coming from the Rockies. But I'll say this really quick about the Rockies, man. I love that I went over the 69.5 wins. I think that win total was way too low, and they're 8-4 and four right now. So just get me 70 wins, and I'll be happy. They are 8-4. and four. They're off to a hot start. But again, I even said this on another Odyssey station not too long ago. Do not let them fool you. Do not let right. this happen. This is a fool's errand if you think the Rockies are truly going to compete in that division. Keep in mind who they played. They have not played against, uh, you know, the Do they have not gone against the Dodgers and Padres and Giants all season long. All right. They played one series against one of those teams. I don't expect right. much out of the Colorado Rockies going forward, but they have started pretty good. And a lot of good props on that team, especially on the offensive side. We will get into that a little bit. Your team. Oh, man. Your team. I already know you took a flyer out of them at the beginning of the year for to win their division. The yeah. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I still can't get used to saying that because they're Same. just not in Los Angeles. It drives me nuts. But they're at home. They got the Baltimore Orioles. We know what the Orioles are, plain and simple. But the question is, do we think we need to fade the Angels a little here or bet on the Angels? They've won seven of their last ten. They lead the league in uh, home runs as a team. I just don't think there's a lot of value. It's clearly on the money line, but run line or some other lines. What are you thinking? So I hate betting against the uh, Angels, obviously, right? Because I got the win total. I got them winning the division. The bats have caught fire, man. That's without Trout. Like, we were talking about Marsh last weekend, I believe. 312 batting average, already 11 RBIs. Otani's now catching fire. He's hit three home runs. They're hitting 256 as a team, which is six in baseball. So love to see it. And Trout's not even out there right now. So I feel really good about him. But I'm actually going to fade them today with Detmers on the mound. Mm -hmm. So he's pitched twice this season, man. And he's yet to get past the fourth inning. He's thrown seven innings only. He's given up nine hits. And he's already allowed seven runs. He's given up two dingers already this season. He struggled last year, so I think today's actually a good spot to fade them. Baltimore, here's the, definitely play the under. Baltimore unders, man, they continue to cash. That series against the Yanks, I don't think they've went over all season because they're terrible at the plate right now, 26 in baseball and batting average. So definitely play the under, but I actually kind of like them on Friday night with Zimmerman on the mound. He's yet to earn a decision yet, but he's also yet to allow a run this season. He's went nine innings and two starts, given up just seven hits. And he's got 10 strikeouts to just four walks. So I'm actually going to look to play Baltimore as small dogs, and I'm going to go with the under on Friday. You know, I'm going to agree with you and disagree with you on certain things. You got Zimmerman on the mound. Yes, two no decisions. Detmer's on the mound. I don't expect much out of him. Like you said, he hasn't gone out of the fourth yet. Not much there. I like this over in this game, in fact, right okay. now. It's currently set at eight and a half. And like we talked about, the Angels, even without Trout, Trout is still an offensive juggernaut. I have to assume that this team could put up eight and a half on their own. And I do think Detmers is going to have a little bit of trouble. I think all I need the Orioles to do really is score three runs. The Orioles score two to three runs. The Angels will handle the rest. I'm not going to fade the Angels. I'm going to stay away from that. The only bet that I'm looking at is that over eight and a half and currently on BetMGM you get that at minus 115 get a look at that I think it's worth your time although you disagree with me interesting it's a, yeah yeah I'm gonna go I'll, I'll, I'll continue to just ride the trend but you know what now you scare me a little bit and if anybody <laughs> I mean I hate fading anything that has to do with the Angels bats I've done it man like I went with the first five under I think we were on the same first five under Otani's on the mound he gives up a grand slam a couple oh weeks. that killed me that crushed and, me. 
So I just totals are tough to figure out right now. The other day I had an under that was that was just cruising. All of a sudden it's a two-two game. We go into extra innings. I was on the under yesterday in Chicago and Cleveland, and all of a sudden like that blows up. So. I'm scared away by totals right now. Do you so know why I, I, that, that crushed me that particular day? And it wasn't because it was a devastating bet and a bad beat. It was because I was perfect on the day. I was 11 for 11, except that first five prop bet. That, ah! And I thought for sure, I thought that was my best bet of the day, and it didn't work out, which is pretty incredible. Well, here's a team I think everybody's going to fade. Uh, the Texas Rangers, uh, a team that absolutely skyrocketed their payroll off to the worst start in major league baseball right now only three wins three and seven um against the spread in fact and on the run line uh what do you think i'm gonna go ahead and continue to play this trend i think i'm just gonna go ahead and uh play the run line against the rangers until they prove me otherwise their pitching is terrible it just the pitching is brutal, man. This just doesn't make sense, though. When you look at this team, like I didn't really have high expectations, but you thought they'd be much better than this. Three mm-hmm. and seven on the season, and you look for him to get right maybe in a series like this. But I don't feel very confident. If anything, I have to continue to fade him. You got Perez looking for his first win. He lost his first two starts, and he lost to Colorado. He lost to the Angels, which is understandable with that lineup. But Colorado, man, and he's lasted only eight innings in those two starts. He's got shelled seven runs on 12 hits, just seven strikeouts. And he faced the Mariners twice last season, had an ERA over 386. So, or I mean the A's. So um, I'm going to definitely fade them. Uh, But I do expect them at some point to turn this around a little bit. I don't know how good they're going to be, but come on, man, like, they have to get some stuff figured out. They look terrible right now. They're and a tough also, they're, they are playing the A's in Oakland. Yeah. Now, that's not exactly like a home field advantage. They're going to play in front of 5,000 people There's gonna at best. Um, right. But I will say this. Oakland right now, you can get them as plus 110 underdogs on the BetMGM app. For a team as bad as the Rangers have been playing, yeah, I'm going to ride that all day. Honestly, yeah. I'd even take a look at this run line a little bit because you can get the Oakland A's on the run line at, uh, you know, at – like plus 125, like you, you, a ton of value here. Everything Oakland athletics. Uh, so yeah, really I'm, quick on that. Oh no, no, I didn't mean to cut you off really quick. I was going to say with the A's man, like what surprised me is they're just crushing lefties right now. Mm-hmm. They're hitting 241 and they're only, at, they're almost averaging six runs per game. I had no expectations for the A's this year. They've been a pretty pleasant surprise. Yeah. Good start to the year. Um, and again, you can get them at plus 110 underdogs at home against this abysmal Rangers team. All right, man, we got to talk about them. Los Angeles Dodgers, best team ever. Uh, they are. They just are. They're so good. Yeah. They are so good. They're 9-3, and three. Um, best record in baseball. Of course, not the first team to 10 wins. That would be the New York Mets. Um, what do you think, man? Dodgers, it's just they're, they're frustrating to bet on because their lines are just so wonky because they are just so damn powerful. They got the San Diego Padres, though, this weekend, who is, in my opinion, the team that really could take them to task because I think their pitching staff is far better than the Dodgers, but the Dodgers' offense are just so crazy. You got Urias taking on Nick Martinez. I don't like this matchup for San Diego. I like Nick Martinez, but I don't like it against the Dodgers. You can currently get them as uh, the Padres, I should say, at like plus 135 underdogs. But I don't know. I I really do think I need to fade the Padres in this game. I'm going to take a look at the Dodgers, honestly, on the run line. You can get them at plus 110 on the run line against San Diego Padres down the road. Yeah, man, and I like Martinez a lot too, but it just hasn't really worked out for me from a betting standpoint since he's come back from Japan, really. So 
I'm staying away, but I did play the other day, and you know some people were giving me crap because I know it's a really chalky play. But I did run to BetMGM and I played the Dodgers at five to one plus five hundred to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a chalky play, but like you just said, they're the best team in baseball. They've won eight of their last nine games, and all I really needed to see was what's Freddie Freeman going to look like this year. And he's been great. He leads the team in hits. I love the pitching staff. I'm fine with the bullpen. So I played the Dodgers to win the World Series plus five hundred. I like this Padres team though. I really do. This is going to be a fun series. Do you feel? Don't you feel like? Remember last season? Like I'll never forget the first couple weeks of the year. Like this was the series though. I felt like all eyeballs were on it. I feel like it's lost that a little bit. Maybe just probably because of the Tatis injury. I feel like like nobody's talking about that this series. They um, aren't, and they should be. Um, they should be. Right? Yeah, the, the Tatis injury I think hurts a little bit. I think we had October in april last year so i don't and then, and yeah. then the padres imploded so i think everybody's kind of looking at the padres with bated breath but there is another thing about the opening game on friday evening about this game that's really interesting i'm surprised how low the line is set at eight with the dodgers offense and the padres offense i'm taking the over on that because you can get the over right now at minus 115 i like that i like that i mean even if in, maybe let's say you don't trust the padres in this matchup or in any matchup i feel like the dodgers team totals are always worth a look. They're always around four and a half, sometimes five and a half, which is fine, especially when the weather starts to warm up a little bit when they're on the road. Th- th- that lineup, it's ridiculous, man. That That is a video game lineup. I'm so jealous of that. Like, as a Chicago Cubs fan, and I'm watching the DVDs of the 2016 season, and I'm like, man, the lineup's gotten much better. You had guys like Mookie Betts and, and Freddie, obviously, but I'm like, look, at a lot of these guys are, are homegrown. A lot of these guys have been there. You know, Bellinger's there and Turner's there. I... I it's it's it's, it's got to be great to be a Dodgers fan. It really, really <laughs> has to be because it's like every year is Christmas for like the last 10 years. It's just they're constantly improving. They're constantly not to mention this. This is the other thing that's amazing about them is and it's the same thing that the Rays do. And of course, the Giants do. It's just they keep promoting from within as well. And they keep developing stars like legit stars and the stars they go get. They don't necessarily sign. They trade for them by trading away their own stars. Like, look at what Verdugo is doing in Boston right now. That that trade worked out for everybody. Right, man. And that's the problem with being a Cubs fan is I'm just watching like not only the guys that I miss, like Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, but like just the other guys, the young guys that have been traded away. You know, you know what I mean? Like even like a guy like Torres, a guy like, you know, Jimenez obviously and all these guys are producing elsewhere. That's what stinks. But for the Dodgers, yeah, I mean, they acquire the big names, but then they have their own guys. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux is I mean, he's not even a household name yet. He's great. So, it's ridiculous. All right, last thing before we go to a quick break. CJ Crone. I have picked him earlier in the week. For a home run prop, and he's been on this uh, tear to start the year. I am going to say this about home run props. I hate them. I hate them so, so much. I hate them so, 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 so much. And why do I hate them? Because I'm always wrong. I never seem to get it, except for last week when I nailed my CJ Crone home run prop. And what did that make me feel good about? Picking him again, which didn't hit. And then he homered the day after. And I have a big problem with picking guys on home run props, and they keep homering three to two times the day before and three to two times the day after I picked them. It is the worst. It happened with Vladdy, and now CJ Crone. Guys, when I pick you to hit a homer, yeah, your ass better hit a homer. Dude, same thing here. Kyle Schwarber, uh, you know, it, it hits 
he's five for ten. I forgot who it was against even last week. Five for ten in his career. All five hits were homers. Goes zero for four. Strikes out three times. It's brutal. But I'll say this really quick about CJ Crone. I wish I would have played him to lead the league in homers. I mean, but I just didn't expect this. So he's got what three twenty-five homer seasons only in his career, and now he's already got how how many homers does he have right now? Because I was watching the game the other night. Six. Yeah. Yeah, I, I continue to go back to that, though, especially at home. I, I think he hits 35, 37 this year, maybe. I think so, right. too, but they're going to play in Detroit, and he's facing Scooble. I'm going to go ahead and say no on that one. I'm, gonna, no. I'm, gonna, I'm not taking the C.J. Crone home run prop today on Friday. However, I wouldn't be afraid to take it maybe on Saturday or maybe Sunday because I don't believe there's going to be a ton of weekend series where Crone doesn't hit one homer. No, I agree, man. I do have I do have one uh, hitting prop, but it's not a home run prop. I'll give okay. that out coming up a little bit later on in the pod. Oh, I look forward to talking about that. And we got so many more props and series to talk about right after these quick words here on BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL. 